Welcome to Quitters Never Give Up, the fan podcast about all things in the Kevin and Bean creative universe. My name's Lindsay, and apparently I'm way too young to understand a lot of the references on the Kevin and Bean show, as you'll find out in today's episode. We also have the resident boomer of the show, listener Edwin, and we've got Jennifer and Christopher Rosales. On today's show, we'll be covering the week that was 2010, the podcast roundup, and a flashback clip of Bean being a complete and utter radio nerd. All right. Uh, every week, we like to round up all the podcasts in a segment we call the Podcast Roundup. We're going to start with Janky Town, hosted by DJ Omar Khan, Dave the King of Mexico, and Beer Mug. The last two episodes featured Mike Catherwood uh, and Rudy Cisneros, who's, of course, Ralph, uh, Mike Catherwood. Uh, they discussed a lot of the, the new Dodger dogs at the Dodger Stadium and how they, they switched their supplier from Farmer John to Papa Contella's. They did a lot of Rudy just uh, riffing on a bunch of stuff, so that was hilarious. But the one thing I want to focus on is the Janky Wars. So on our show, the last couple of episodes, we've been talking about how we don't have an ending. Even Dean called us out on not having an ending. And the last few podcasts, we've been trying to add an ending to our podcast. Well, Janky Town went the opposite direction. Uh, in Janky Town, they normally have an ending that's produced that goes something like this. Your hosts of Janky Town are Dave the King of Mexico, Johnny Beer Mug, and me, DJ Omar Khan. Thank you so much for listening. And then uh, the last two shows have not been uh, have been more of a just fade away. Twitter's uh, never give up ending like this. Good for your skin. Don't be yeah. Like <laughs> Don't be a bitch. <laughs> See you, Rudy. Later, fool. So that's how the the episode ended. No music, no bye, no. This is DJ Omar Khan. Um, nothing. Just it ended. So it was kind of like listening to our podcast. So they stole. They're trying to be more janky. We're trying to be less janky. So the janky wars continue. Well, I hope Bean calls them out. All right. On the Ralph report, Ralph brought up the anniversary of Robert Stack's death. Robert Stack was also famous for this Kevin and Bean quote. Gene Baxter and Kevin Ryder were lying. So, yes, That's an all-timer. <laughs> I, I love hearing that, that drop. So any reason to get that drop in there, I got to bring it up. On the showbiz beat, they talked about uh, all the story about Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck, Benifer getting back together. You know, they went on a couple of dates and they're talking about how they're traveling all over the country. To me, I think that this is just how very rich people go get coffee. We got to, we're going to, you know, our friends are going to Starbucks. We're flying to Montana, you know, those kind of things. But the important thing about this is that it gives Ralph an excuse. Go back to this clip. I don't know. Some people are saying it's, it's unlikely, largely because Ben Affleck is just so busy. He, of course, is uh, very high in demand with his success coming off of Batman to star in a lot of movies. He's also a wanted director with his work in Argo. He produces, he writes, he's got a very full schedule. And they said, you know, he simply doesn't have time for romance in his life. But I don't know. When you think about it, you got to realize there's always room for J-Lo. <laughs> To me, that joke got funnier every time. And to me, it did too. And then Ralph and Bean uh, had a kind of similar crush going on. I would so make <laughs> Betty White happy. You would? Oh, I'd be, in a heartbeat, I'd do that. Lick it and stick it? How dare you? I, I was thinking over and playing cards or oh, something. Okay. I keep her company. Right. You right. got to make it dirty. No. 
So yes, Ralph brought up Betty White and how he would go make her happy. And uh, we, all, we all know how Bean loves Betty White and loves the old. That's, that could turn into a very ugly feud. They're fighting over Betty White. Yeah, crazy love triangle, right? Going on in the, the Ralph Report. Uh, from time to time, we like to tell you where certain stuff came from. Hey, Ralph, uh, three-star general Chris here from uh, Rancho Cucamonga. I just want to know if we can get a where did it come from for the term Bogart, as in don't Bogart that joint. All right, I have. I think it. I think it has something to do with Humphrey Bogart, but I'm not really sure. Anyhow, um, thanks, LMB. All right. Well, he's right. As most people assume, somehow it comes from Humphrey Bogart. Yeah. But they don't know why it was named after Humphrey Bogart. Hmm. It was a phrase that started picking up in the 60s where guys would start to say to each other, hey, don't Bogart that joint over there. Yeah. So popular, it even became a song. And the reason it got referenced to Humphrey Bogart was the way he used to hold his regular cigarette. Most smokers, when they smoke, hold a cigarette between their index and middle finger. Mm -hmm flame side away from their face and yeah. draw from it that way. Bogart used to hold the cigarette between his thumb and forefinger with the cherry or the burning part of the cigarette facing towards his palm. Right. And then he would take it to his mouth and... Uh, the way you smoke a joint. Yeah, take yeah. It, which was the way you smoke yeah. a joint. But Bogart, when he smoked, would hold on to his cigarette and talk and reference with it in all his movies. So guys who got tired of waiting for the person to pass the joint... <laughs> One guy would hit up the joint and then start talking and just hold on to it and then start pontificating. And the dude was like, dude, stop bogarting the joint, which meant take your hit and then pass it along. Don't fucking hold on to it all day like an asshole. <laughs> so now you know that's where that comes from. And it's good form, by the way. Don't bogart that joint. So, yeah, that was me. On well done. Bogart. It was funny that he didn't mention the old Kevin and Bean days where they sing the song. I'm kind of hoping he would. But it's good to know. Comes from Humphrey Bogart. Lastly, on Cup of Tea in the Chat with Allie McKay and Gene Bean Baxter. We're going to start off, Allie is trying to buy a house, so they've basically turned Quitters Give Up in one of those HDN shows where you go shopping for houses and restore houses. Anyway, I'm going to start off with a clip from that. We uh, just did Prop 13 chat, which I believe was from <laughs> before I was born. Yes, it was. So... <laughs> Um, I'm trying. I'm racking my brain because I remember there was a California politician who started, uh, who campaigned for that, and became. Mm -hmm. uh, 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 so his name became associated with it. It's now driving me crazy because I can't think of who he was, but he was a very, very famous guy at the time. Okay, I'm gonna stop. Do you guys remember that Prop 13, the old days? I know Lindsay won't. I do the gay marriage law. No, this is no. Prop 13. Way, way. Property taxes. That's right. Oh, the pro property taxes. Property taxes. Do you guys remember the name? No. Okay. Was it Howard Jarvis? Yes, it was Howard Jarvis. And I could be dead wrong about this. Okay, before we continue, Howard Jarvis was in a very famous movie as a cameo. Anybody? No. Nope. At the very okay. end of the movie Airplane. Remember Airplane? One of the yeah, greatest comedies of, of all time. At the very end, after the credits, they go back to a scene of a guy who is sitting in the back of a taxi cab waiting at the airport for somebody yes. or to go. I think, if I remember correctly, unless my brain is broken, that that man in the movie was Howard Jarvis. I am sure and don't call me. Wait. That's right. I am something and don't call me Shirley. Okay, that, that was my next question. Does everybody here know that movie? 
Lindsay's knows something about it. I know this that quote, of, and that's it. This is kind of a prep for does Lindsay know? Yes, he was in the movie Aeroplane, and I actually have that clip. Well, I'll give him another 20 minutes, but that's it. So what happens is at the very beginning, they pick up Howard Jarvis, the actual politician, and when he goes to the airport, he leaves him there. Then everything else happens, and you forget about him, and at the end, he's still sitting in the taxi. So he was the actual politician, Howard Jarvis. The reason I brought this whole thing up is for this. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. It's because I'll take any excuse to play an airplane clip. <laughs> so, and I'm, I was very impressed that Lindsay knew that. So Ali posted a picture of a body part that nobody was really quite sure what it was. The picture of what I just posted and thought, oh, people will figure out that's a knee. Nope, they sure didn't. People were very concerned. I had to edit the post bean and say, it's a knee. Yeah. <laughs> it's concerning. If you had made it a poll, I, I felt oh, yeah. like knee would have come in third behind Elmo, uh, Elmo, behind, <laughs> behind Elbow uh, and Big Ol' Schlong. I feel like Big Ol' Schlong <laughs> was definitely leading in the voting on that photo because it was out of context. There was no nothing yeah. around it that suggested automatically what body part it was. Right. So there was a debate on whether it was a Schlong or an Elmo, but it was his knee. He uh, fell in quite a dramatic fashion down in, well, in a true bean fashion. Down one step onto the floor. I, I kind of think it was his pugs. He talked about how he ran them ragged in the country. I just kind of think they were like done with him and they tripped him down that one step. But Bean always gets hurt on his vacations, right? Oh, totally. He fell against a radiator one trip. He one trip, he was down. on a moped, ran into a wall. He shouldn't go on vacation. And he hurt his back putting on his pants. I remember that for Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah, the Super Bowl, that's right. And then another call got on, uh, on a cup of tea in a chat, which uh, asked a really important question. Hey, uh, Ali Bean, really quick, while going to that bird story, what is the bigger fear, the birds coming through the chimney or the sewer rat coming out of the toilet? I'm kind of stuck on that for myself here. Would love to hear your take on that. All right, Allie, you got to choose. Yeah. We know how you felt about the 800 birds in that Torrance home. Your worst nightmare, you said. But then again, you don't have that, but you do have a rat nipping at your butt in the toilet. Which one are you going to take yeah. if you have to take one? If it was one rat versus one bird, obviously I'm taking the bird. I want the bird to happen to me because that rat is awful. But they lost count at what, 800 birds? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No, no, no. Bite my butt all day long, Mr. Rat. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you? you've thought it through. I, um, yeah, I think you could work Sheer around, numbers. you could work around the rat in the toilet, but I think having a thousand birds in your house just upends yes. everything. It makes, it's unlivable. It makes it unlivable. Right. right. So yeah, I got another call onto, uh, this time onto a cup of tea in a chat, but, uh, it was interesting their take, but it was also interesting that before that they were talking about how beans missed a bunch of bells. And I felt like that answer missed a whole bunch of bells. So I went back and and uh, took care of that for them. All right, Allie, you got to choose. Yeah. We know how you felt about the 800 birds in that Torrance home. Your worst nightmare, you said. But then again, you don't have that, but you do have a rat nipping at your butt in the toilet. Which one are you going to take yeah. if you have to take one? If it was one rat versus one bird, 
obviously I'm taking the bird. I want the bird to happen to me because that rat is awful. But they lost count at what, 800 birds? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No, no, no. Bite my butt all day long, Mr. Rat. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you? you've thought it through. So yes, Twitter's to the rescue, adding some bells where need, or they need, there needed to be some bells. By the way, bite my butt all day long by Allie. That's my new ringtone. That's our podcast roundup for this week. Okay, let's go into our flashback lunch, or as it's actually known, it's the uh, the week that was, 2010. It was the Super de Duper Cinco de Mayo Celebration 2010. We are broadcasting live because it is Cinco de Mayo on the Kevin and Bean Show. Yeah. Come on down. Yeah. Join us. Party. Aye, aye, aye. Fun. <laughs> Woo, look at these crowds. Look at these people. Oh, wait. We're not allowed to broadcast live anymore. So this was the first show after the St. Patrick's Day disaster. So the mean old suits wouldn't let him do anything, and they were kind of depressed about it. Now, this is funny because in 2010, <laughs> there was an announcement about the Go-Go's. And I'm going to loop that in because they talked about the Go-Go's on today's Cup of Tea. Singer uh, Belinda Carlisle has just posted on her Facebook page that the Go-Go's are going out on a farewell tour this summer. Really? Can you call it a farewell tour when you've been gone for so long as it That's... is? First off, how dare you, Ralph? The Go-Go's rule. Now... Just on today's cup of tea number 90, they mentioned the Go-Go's again. Just gross. Hey, let's talk a little Hall of Fame, shall we? Uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I'm thinking. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame has announced their 2021 induction class, and I think a lot of people listening will be thrilled to hear a couple of these. Foo Fighters, they're in. The one I think I was kind of most happy about was the Go-Go's. Yeah, so the Go-Go's are making the Hall of Fame now. Do you guys know who the Go-Go's are? You should if you listen to Carrie. <laughs> yeah, great fun band, great rock and roll band. Very talented. Everybody on that band. They were, or Rodney was a big fan of theirs. He might have been one of the first guys to play them. So they used to go on his show a lot. Very interesting stuff. You can find that in the archive. Okay, uh, the Great Wing made a return in this week in 2010. Now, normally she does great covers. That's what she's known for. This time she did an original, trying to do an issue song. All the brain power of the Kevin and Bean show tried to decipher Wing's lyrics. Let's just kind of see if we can decipher them. Hello, I'm Wing. I hope you like my new song. It makes you happy. What, uh, what, what is that incredibly annoying instrument <laughs> as if that's what Wing needs to I, make her records I better? I believe it's known as a Chinese banjo. Uh, Honestly, I think it's called a Shamison. All right, there you go, a Shamison. Right. Interesting choice. I hope you stop the nonsense and be brave to make a change. Anyone? <laughs> I hope you stop, stop the, nonsense the nonsense and be brave to make a change. Make with the change, bitch. Okay. No Okay, so we're stopping the nonsense, and it's—I guess it's an—it's an, it's an anti-drug song, right? I mean, that's what she's talking about. I really okay, <laughs> isn't it? I, I thought it was uh, like uh, anti-gang violence, anti-anti. Uh... Okay, well, maybe, maybe there'll be some hints in the lyrics. Okay. Why you talk this stupid job at Swaggy Wacky? You make no sense when you come to talking. Just complaining, always dreaming. Can you see? 
beauty of the pink. Can you I don't have it. I, okay, I have no idea what she's talking about. Making she, no sense. <laughs> she doesn't like the jibber jabber, walkie talkie. Okay. You're making nonsense with the pancake. So I still can't decipher it. I've listened to it a number of times. Um, now, one of the reasons I brought this clip in is they had a guy who heard her on South Park. That's where we all discovered her. And he started working with her. And his name was Rappy McRapperson. I just love that name. Okay, next up, we were talking about what do you do if you have a dog can, to keep it occupied. So they were making fun of Bean because he had the TV on and he would show like Disney shows and stuff, which they found pretty funny. And this, listen to this, listen to Lisa, how she just, her mind is blown when Bean mentions this show. Miranda Cosgrove from yeah. iCarly, 16 That's... years old. $180,000 an episode. Wow. Ralph, did you know that that show sometimes gets 10 million viewers? I, I don't know anything about this iCarly, but apparently. I it's Carly Rips. Yeah, it is a good yeah, show. Yeah, it's good. It's a good show. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, I know. Wait, Look, I get, get to the fit. I <laughs> Wait a minute. I have kids. Yeah. So I take that out. Yeah. Mike, what, what, Mike? I, I watch it with my nieces and nephews, and I'm forced to watch a lot of right. All right. That and just out, of, leaves. out of all That's those two, shows, that is the most entertaining. By <laughs> all right. Dave, are you asking me? Yeah. Downtown? Mm-hmm. I, um, mm-hmm. I, I like to stay current. What are your circumstances regarding you nestling down with a cup of Nestle Quick, <laughs> tucking in, watching, getting some Nella wafers, watching iCarly? you got to be 21, unfortunately. No, it's just uh, when something is immensely popular like that, I just I have to know what it is and why. So You're that's also why a ch- blood pirate. No, it's not that at all. I just uh, I like to check it out. Just Are you a pedophile? <laughs> nope, not even a little bit. Uh, she, wow. She's good, though. She's a good, she's a good actress. Whew, I'm a little, I got a little winded. Yeah, I know. That was a shock. <laughs> that was a little rough. I wish you guys could have seen Ralph's face when all three of us. Everybody chimed. Oh, it's a great yeah, joke. That's a good joke. Oh, I love iCarly. Oh, it's delicious. <laughs> oh, iCarly's the best. <laughs> so that's one of our favorite things ralph really giving it to bean but i gotta i gotta stand up for iCarly. it would come on after spongebob so i would see it sometimes good show a couple of things this is way probably before you guys might have listened do you guys remember lewis farrakhan kevin and bean played his clips all the time well it was his birthday on may 11th so that gave him a good excuse to play some more lewis farrakhan i want to take one last look at the word atonement. All right. Atonement is where we are. The first four letters of the word form the foundation. A-T-O-N. A-T-O-N. Got it. I'm with Aton. you. Aton. What's that Aton. mean? Aton. 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 The one God. What? So if you look at the Aton... Add an E to it. I'm adding an E, okay. And separate the A Wait. from the next four letters, and you get the word A-tone. That's actually two words. Tone means sound. Right. And A, the first letter of the alphabet. All right. And the first letter of the numerical system is one. So okay. A equals one. Okay. A. So A-sound. This is algebra now? Means... <laughs> When you hear the A tone, all right, you will hear the right sound. And the point is. So what is the A tone? I well, there's an in music. Huh? A, A 
equals 440 vibrations. Okay. How long have we been in America? 440 years. Oh, now you're just stretching. Well, in the 400. And 40th year. What about next year? Then we'll from be... the one God, <laughs> it work the Atom. Okay, right, now it's just a jumble. Will come the Atom. Okay, Wait listen. a minute. Because we got... we've got to Atom oh, oh. for all that we have done wrong. What about the note, though? The and no... when you Atom, <laughs> the note, the if a... you take the T and couple it with the A what? and hyphenate it, <laughs> you get at one. Yeah. So when that... you Atom, why don't I have to hyphenate You it? become at one. There's two different words. They're not hyphenated. one with who? The atom. All right, we're out of time. Or the one God. We, got, we really do because have Because you heard the atom. Oh, oh, no. When you get at one, okay. you the... get the next two letters. Three. It is M-E. Okay. What? We're going to have to stop it right there. I mean, we're going to have to stop it right for there. We're going to the whole, sorry, whole because... word at that rate. Wow. <laughs> Very weird stuff, and Kevin and Bean loved that clip. They would play it all the time back in the old days. Oh, yeah. No, that was great. And then, But then the way Ralph kind of, almost like he's in conversation with them, where he's like, okay, yeah, uh uh-huh, yeah, okay. That always cracked me up. And it's just, uh, that's funny. Yeah, that's an old one. That might have been before Lindsay's time, but you got a good excuse because that's way, way back. But they played that Farrakhan clip all the time. Uh, another celebrity birthday was Darius Ruckard. Hootie! Oh, Hootie. Hootie! Don't call me Hootie. I'm not Hootie. Yes, you are. You're freaking Hootie. <laughs> Once you're Hootie, you're always Hootie. <laughs> yeah, Hootie and the Blowfish. Huge band on K-Rock way back when. Then he became a country singer, and of course, Ralph hated him. Kevin, later in his career, started saying Hootie Who all the time, which was pretty funny. And it reminded me they did a knock-knock joke contest. Knock-knock. Who's there? Who's there? Mm-hmm. Hootie. Hootie who? <laughs> Kevin, is that you? <laughs> that would have won. <gasps> was that you, Eddie? That yes, that was that win. That's awesome. They did a contest, do a knock-knock joke, and I couldn't get in that day. So I called the Afro line, and they said, yeah, you would have won. Well, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I swear somebody actually called and tried to do that joke and completely failed. Not me. I succeeded. It was a success. (laughs) You did. So that's it for the week that was in 2010. So I have one more flashback clip. This was originally aired on the Kevin and Bean show on January 31st, 2011. And it talks about Bean being a radio nerd and pretty much socially avoiding most of his coworkers, yet going completely out of his way to get in touch with all of these famous radio figures. My man Bean doesn't like people much. And um, he moved uh, to Seattle and works out of his house. And the reason that he does that is because he doesn't like people much. So, um, (laughs) so, but so it always fascinates us because he does love radio, just not us, but anyone else in radio Bean loves and has a, his social life is crazy. He's got like lunches with <laughs> like different DJs and stuff. And when he goes to another city, he'll go visit radio stations. And other than that, I mean, I swear to God, he would, 
his wife would invite people over and he would call them back and say, you know that thing that my wife was talking about? It's been canceled. <laughs> he literally would do that because he just doesn't like to have people around. Okay. Um, in, unless in they ma- work at any other radio station. In my defense. Not this one, but any I, other radio station. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in my defense, and no, I don't have the Asperger's, but um, what's wrong with hanging out with people that you have something in common with? I mean, you, that's kind of how I look at it. Because you you don't hang out with anyone, first of all. And second of all, you don't hang out with us. Yeah, here's the thing. You are a radio nerd. You you are obsessed with all things radio. The only people you care to spend any time with are other radio professionals. But you work with a bunch of people in radio and have no interest spending any time with us whatsoever. Last uh, last Tuesday, I had lunch with my friend BJ, who has his own popular Yay, morning radio show BJ. in Seattle. <laughs> and uh, my other friend Greg, who also is a newsman at another radio station. Right. And then Friday night, I had dinner with my friend Luke, who has a very popular radio show. And then Wednesday is the day that I'm driving up to Anacortes to go visit the guy who owns The Whale. 1340 AM, The Whale in Anacortes, Washington. That's my Wednesday lunch. So I guess you're why right. Why are you I, doing that? I mean, why would you drive? How, where is that? How far is it to go to The Whale? It's about uh, 80, miles, 80 miles north, I guess, from here. <laughs> but uh, it's just a station I fell in love with on my trips to Canada. It's an AM station. It's just so wacky that I had to meet the guy who owns it. And uh, so I guess... Oh, what you, what, Ralph, he went out of his way to, to call the guy and say, I just want to enter introduce myself that, that is the opposite of everything we know about me what a freak <laughs> and it, when you guys go to do those round tables and special events and all the radio stations yes. they're getting interviews yes. you can't find bean because he's flitting from table to table <laughs> saying oh, oh, oh are you duct tape and halogen from wxrl <laughs> oh i love you guys that's correct i listen to you on the internet <laughs> we have like somebody from, can i get a bumper sticker <laughs> we have like somebody from metallica sitting at our table and we're waiting and then we're trying to find bean we can't because he's walking around like the like the bell of the ball. First of radio groupie. First of all, we can't carry the jockstrap of duct tape and halogen. That's a great show, those guys. Come on. So, what? I don't understand what the problem is. The though. problem the pro- is I mean, that I, But you guys should be happy that I actually do have a, a social life, though, which is, for years you accuse me of not. But I do. I meet people. I talk to people. I hang out with people. It's a very specific, very small niche, though. You know, for your social life. It really is very, very specific. And most people in radio are assholes. That's true. So why would you want to hang with them? Or maybe most people in radio on this show are assholes. Maybe the other people outside of this show are pretty nice. You ever think about that, Ralph? No. Ralph, here's the thing. They probably don't know much about Bean, so he's going in fresh. You know what I mean? Like, he doesn't have all the all the baggage of everybody knowing about him and all of his weirdness. Hey, that Bean's a pretty nice guy. Right. That's what they're thinking. Right. Yeah. And yeah. they don't know. Yeah, they don't know. So we got a hold of uh, Bean's social diary. Oh, I can't wait. What? What? And, uh... We're going to read a little bit from it, if you don't mind. It's Bean Social Diary. This is this is my this is my Outlook calendar for the month. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, I think it's clear, Bean. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's been set up. Wait, these are, these are the things that I have on my schedule that that's I'm going correct. to be doing? Right, right. That's been set up, and we're ready to go. <laughs> Dear Diary, this afternoon I'm heading to the malt shop with cleats and the protractor from WGND. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> now, don't be bagging on cleats in the protractor. <laughs> is this in the past or future? I'm not. I'm not familiar. All right, let's hear another one. All right, let's hear another one. <laughs> did, did, did your diary? Today I'm catching high tea with gutter and the colon from KNJ Bay. <laughs> <laughs> the colon. Why are you not the colon? Diary. <laughs> Can 
can't wait for brunch with Bobby Acetylene from the knob. <laughs> I'd give anything to do a shift on the knob. <laughs> diary. Catching the book club today with stained glass and the wombat from K Chunk. <laughs> dear, dear diary, looking forward to the weekend. I've got a potluck with AstroTurf and Turpentine from KLZO. Oh, 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 I wish I could do a shift on that station. Yeah. Be, be, what are you bringing to the potluck? <laughs> what dish are you bringing? I haven't thought about it no, yet. I don't wow. know. You better get to it. Dear, dear diary. I'm looking forward to the three-legged race this weekend with me, Yahtzee, and the tanning bed. K-N-N-N. N. Wait, let's do it ends. Oh, dear diary. Yesterday I played snooker with marvelous Marvin Mallet from The Wham. Dear diary. Going to the opening of the new post office with Dr. Hazmat and the Polyp. From Kham. The polyp. I want to be the polyp. I want to be the polyp. Dear diary. Going on a picnic. It's a lovely day. Can't wait to meet up with Sphincter in the twist tie from KMDD. Dear diary. Going to the big reunion from everyone from WIIZ, The Wiz. <laughs> Can't wait to see Gargles and the Particle Accelerator, Carbuncle and Castor Oil, Wingspan and the Altoid. Very busy. Dear diary. Can't wait for that... Very formal dinner with nasal spray and the brisket. I hope they invite Jambalaya and the mulatto along. But I heard they're not getting along with Parcheesi and the syringe from the fleck. <laughs> now that I hear that, I see why you go out with those guys. Well, that makes sense. Good times, right? Oh, that sounds... The end. Oh, that's awesome, Lindsay. Good call. Thank oh, you. so fun. I don't know if if I was Bean and I had the time he had, you know, his show was done at ten. I'd hang out with other radio guys. Heck, I wonder if Bean is going to English radio stations now and bugging them. <laughs> Probably. Well, I mean, he can't drive though, right? But yeah, not very well. Well, that's been our show. All right, thanks everybody. Bye. Bye bye. 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 All right.